0: Welcome to the Table of Perspective where we take a deeper look into how the internal narrative of an individual determines the response to life itself and all it entails. Today I'm your host Bueller, and I am especially elated to have (laughs) two guests on the show today. We will introduce them shortly but we're going to go straight into the first song, do enjoy.
1: a small speck of creation Mm. getting closer to god in a tight situation Mm. life hits you face it sometimes you can't duck or block it only roll with the punches and hope not to get like me, I just got a mic and rockin' like my life Depends upon the response of the audience Head nods and arms raised to wave An affirmation with the art statement brought to the stage Pinned to the page until the end of the age Forever hold till the promise from the ancient of days When the final curtain call falls If the singular most important member applauds It will have been worth it all I'm fatally flawed yet in awe of God The cause agent and end for whom I spit these oddities I'll be able to bring for victories Hard fought and rest now the most highs More close you called the other day, I saw your name but didn't answer. But then I asked myself, what if that was our last chance to talk, the thought alone is enough to make me shudder, we crave connection, you distance ourselves from one another, and I've discovered you were waiting for me to call you, you were there the whole time, I was the one to fall through, father you're forever faithful, I'm forever grateful, even when I tried to escape you, you weren't hateful. You had abandoned when things didn't follow planning. Got caught off guard, fell off hard, then got scarred. Yet grace is a soft landing. So now it's about removing distractions and moving to action. Instead of just jawjacking or raw rapping, though that's a given. It's time to get back to living like I know that I'm supposed to. For an authentic relationship with you, proximal and closer.
0: to have not one but two guests on the show and the reason being is because I have uh, Michael whom was on the show previously yeah go team go go team guys and yes you are it's a great (laughs) honor to have you back again I would just like to point that out but my brother's on the show I can't believe this it's been many many years of asking him politely and also violently and yet he's always rejected so maybe
2: you shouldn't have asked him violently i'm just saying exactly. i mean
0: oh, he's here though
2: something here. might have
0: worked out <laughs> so yes please do injo- introduce yourself we have you can just start with yourself okay we are.
2: uh my name is michael i'm a human being as far as i'm aware wow. so yeah
0: so that's a good one good opening <laughs> statement man uh now we know and
3: are we mentioning occupation or is it just introduction
0: go for whatever you i want, am man. Nicholas. And what do um, you do with your life, Nicholas? I live. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. I already have a, a great group in front of me today. So what we're doing with these people who live and, and who are <laughs> beings uh, is we're going to be talking.
2: We, we just want to make it clear in the context of what we're talking about today that you can trust all we're saying. We're people. Wow. Yeah.
0: That is very fitting because we're talking about AI. It's perfect. <laughs> it's really especially fitting. Well done. So we're talking about AI. <clears throat> First question, are you scared of AI, Michael?
2: Scared, no. Um, More skeptical, I'd say. Yeah.
0: All right, Nick, scared of AI?
3: No, not scared of AI.
0: Okay, Um, so why?
3: Well, specifically because I work with technology and develop software and whatnot, Um, I can use it to my
2: advantage
0: interesting, the great mm. manipulator. Oh, so
2: what he's saying is that he's safe.
0: We're not. Safe. <laughs> what, what does that say for the rest of it?
2: We're not techno people.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Mike is a scientist and we have Nick who's a software, en- a software engineer, a software developer. And, um, so you're going to just manipulate the world with it, right? No. 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 Michael, do you think that in your field of expertise, mm-hmm. you can somehow find AI useful?
2: Yeah. Definitely, there are lots of ways to use AI and machine learning. Um, I, it, it's one of those like kind of ethical questions sometimes whether it should be allowed to replace things that people can do, mm-hmm. you know, like take away jobs from people and stuff like that. But there are a lot of things um, that can be done mechanically faster and more efficiently through the use of AI. Mm.
0: Very true. Nicholas.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um... Especially when it comes to um, aut- automating um, any manual labor, machines can take do the job and then have it done without having to get paid.
0: So you're um, a cheap labor expert.
3: No, well, that's that. I mean, based on what <laughs> Mike was saying, yeah. it re- replacing you know people that instead of having people in a factory that stand behind a conveyor belt, you have machines that do all of that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, <clears throat> I don't particularly agree with it. Um, I don't like what it's doing, but. Um,
0: OK, so you're cutting into the next question. But sorry. D- yeah. Good point. So uh, you find <laughs> AI could be potentially helpful, right? Yeah. But what is your stance on the influence of AI? So this table discussion that we're having is purely theoretical. Yeah. Often on um, websites that you find information about AI, everything is purely theoretical. Yes, it can help with people's jobs, um, maintaining a certain processes without having someone to be there accountable all the time, um, there's all of these supposed theories of how it could be helpful in society. But mm. what is your stance on AI as a whole? So how does it directly impact your existence in humanity as a whole? Or What would you say on that?
2: Um, so I'm, I'm not an expert on AI by any means, um, but I, I think we experience it all the time, mm-hmm. you know, through uh, the algorithms that are fit to us on our phones and things like that that are uh, sort of so in a positive sense it caters to like our interest yeah and stuff like that but from the negative side is that it gathers information about us which can be like sold to people and stuff like Very that recent. unless we're properly protected you
0: know interesting nick you're on the cusp of talking about it
3: um yeah. On AI? so yeah um it is useful in some ways, but um, I don't completely agree with um, everything it's replacing because then um, what happens to, like, specifically, tills that are tellers are being replaced with it now, and you can go in and self service, and all of those people, and you know, they lose their jobs the and Am- whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, in some ways, it is pretty useful. Um, I think it would. Uh, be best used for those that are in the field of um, science, but to assist them not to replace them yep. um, because um, it's there might be a lot of um, also when it uh, specifically, what is it, quantum computing be used for more complicated calculations and stuff like that, where it can be used or useful, but not to replace everybody. I disagree with that.
0: Mm. I see. So um, from an ethical standpoint, I think this is more the argument that I have against it, is that to what degree is AI going to be assisting before it becomes (coughs) problematic to humanity? So um, just a quick question. You guys Mm -hmm. are born before the 1900s or within the 1900s? Yeah.
4: Okay. okay. Before
0: the 20th century. (laughs) Okay. And I'm going to use that as a um, piece of bait, if that makes sense. Okay. So... You knew some technology from before many of our days, mm-hmm. you know, as, as, as the 2000s, um, <laughs> sorry,
2: <It's okay. laughs>
0: this is it's to a tell low you blow, that you're older okay. and wiser is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, thanks. Okay. So the question is, um, certain technologies you've seen come into play. You were part of actually being, uh, I guess the guinea pigs of it being applied in society Mm. um, and you've seen it just dwindle away because of the influence of artificial intelligence and obviously the direction that technology is taking. Mm. Do you have anything in particular that you can reminisce on that you do miss having and you somehow have seen the impact of it no longer accessible or even useful? and it's 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 di- it's prehistoric technology because right. of, of the direction of technology.
2: I think maybe something that Nicholas and I can probably agree on is something like 8-bit gaming. Oh, I don't wow. know if you miss like old-school platform gaming like that because now everything is very graphics intensive. It yeah. has to be like photorealistic and stuff like that. But sometimes <clears throat> there, there was a game, I think it was called Dangerous Dave, which was like a really old Platforming game where you're just basically like a bunch of pixels hopping around on the screen. Oh. And yeah, they were like bombs and things. um Yeah, I think that sort of uh fun simplicity, okay. if I can put it that way, like things these days seem to have to be more complex and narratively driven to be fun, but sometimes like really simple stuff like that was a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. We used to spend hours doing hopping with that little <laughs> pixel across the screen <laughs> yeah yeah
0: and anything from you Nick? so you so sorry just to point out mm. so your direction more <clears throat> so is in the entertainment industry yeah of the way that things have been directed yeah okay and then uh your perspective Nick
3: um well one anything thing I reminisce? do um miss with the the Walkmans oh wow. my ah, tape yeah. I would turn the tape around and <laughs> and also videotapes, the big yeah, videotapes. Yeah. You'd have to rewind the entire thing just to rewatch the movie. Yeah, those were those were the days, man. <laughs> they were. We were, But um, <laughs> so the sorry. Sorry. sorry, so the video games as well. I agree completely.
0: Mm. I
2: think we were, My brother and I were watching an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond yesterday. And okay. There's an episode where Raymond, the main character, had accidentally taped a football game over. Uh, him and his wife's wedding Oh dear. Tape And Like they were just Like talking and Like sharing Like the The actual Cassette Yeah uh, And it has like This little tab on it That you could Like break off To stop it from being Like re-recorded over Okay And it was such a Throwback like Cause this was a thing That used to happen All the time When we were kids Like You used to buy A, a cassette and like Record things on TV um, And then record over that Like a whole bunch of times but if that tab is broken yeah you're stuck with this thing like it's permanent you can't tape anything over it ever again oh wow yeah
0: hectic um and anything in your day-to-day life that you've seen replaced by technologies that you're not necessarily enthusiastic about anything that comes to mind. I know personally for me, Spotify is interesting and all these music platforms because what ends up happening is that music almost loses value because Mm. you have so much access to basically every genre all over the world at any time that you kind of, I don't know, everything becomes sort of thrown out and the quality of things sort Mm. of dwindles away and you can't cherish things as much. And I think that's more of the human Standpoint of the way that things have changed mm. is because our human interaction uh, as individuals in an existing world, not necessarily a theoret- theoretically um, smart world, mm. has been eliminated. So, anything on, on mm. your side?
2: Yeah, for my side, I would agree with uh, what you're saying about Spotify. Because one of the things that's like weird for me about the whole like streaming and using cloud memory to to access things is that you own access to it, but you don't really own it. Like if you lose, say, your access to the internet or something like that, you Mm -hmm. may not have access to it. Whereas if you have a physical thing like a CD, for instance, um, or even those old Walkman cassettes, um, like it's, you can keep that. And like 10, 20 years down the line, you can, you have that nostalgia factor of that.
0: Yeah. Nick?
3: What came to mind was, It completely defeats the purpose of collectibles. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because any game is now can be bought off of um online stores and it's all digital. So whether it's music, whether it's um uh music, whether it's video games and um, whatnot. Mm. There's 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 nothing to keep or to collect or to, you know, um Uh, What's the word? Keep it like um, or like a yeah, like souvenirs or whatever the case may be.
0: That's very true, but has it not, in some sense, then actually solved the problem? Because we have an accumulation of stuff the older that we get, and what ends up happening is you keep producing more and more stuff for people to purchase, and it takes up space in the earth, in a sense. Um, and we're putting money towards these objects that are not necessarily. Uh, going to be beneficial to some degree unless it's like an emotional attachment right um, does it not solve that problem um, do we actually need those things or mm. are we allowing a new narrative of how an individual should exist that we mm. should only exist as a being in an area and not necessarily having physical objects or souvenirs or
2: yeah it's a... would, you,
0: would you imagine a world that way that you'd enjoy
2: it's, it's an interesting question uh, personally I'm kind of sentimental so I like okay. the idea of like having things that I can maybe share with other people yeah give to someone else mm. maybe the next generation put <laughs> something on my children or something like that yeah uh, so from that point of view like I say, I'm personally sentimental so yeah. I, I feel like you can keep a small footprint like in terms of physical space I mean there's a lot of space in the world most of <laughs> Good it's argument. Not, most of it's not being used right <laughs> sure but isn't it good but uh in in terms of hoarding yeah i I definitely get what you're saying we might not have our own space where we can keep all those things for Mm -hmm. instance Um, interesting yeah but then but then someone can go and uh bid at an auction at some storage place and then find treasures in there so you're blessing people in other ways
0: wow (laughs) so 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 genuinely (laughs) honorable man what a a noble cause right and Nick.
3: yeah, it's some. Um, it's just, um, I think Michael mentioned this passing things down to yeah. like my kids, eh? and just being able to like you know when when I was your age, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. when I was <laughs> your age, this is what we had, mm. you know, and stuff like that. And we, they might not understand how to use it or <laughs> <laughs> where it goes or how internet. it works, but mm. that's okay. You know, it's um something they can sort of, ex- if it does still work, they get to experience it yeah. so on. Well. So it's, yeah.
0: That's very interesting. So um, AI, in a sense, or the direction of technology going in this, this specific way um, is removing the sentimentality of a human existence. Would you say that? <coughs> yeah. yeah,
2: that sounds like it may be true.
0: So we're only just here to pass by and leave nothing in behind.
2: Sheesh, that sounds so, that sound so dire. <laughs>
0: So, but the thing is, in this, so if if you're really going to pull the cord through, what they're trying to do mm. is we're trying to eliminate the emotional aspect of humanity in order to create a functional society, right? So when we're looking at AI that way, um, is that a kind of reality that you'd want to participate in? Because this is the question we need to be asking ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yes, AI is going to happen irrespective of our arguments against it. Mm-hmm. But are we going to participate in it in such a way that we're going to allow our lives to be represented in
2: that way? Sheesh. It's... You know First, what they say. Firstly, that was really well put, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, sorry, Nick. I was going
3: to say, if you can't beat them, join them.
2: Oh, yeah. You see, this is the problem. This is why you need to ask the questions, This is the cyborg people. No, ah. I'm just kidding. in, in, the, in the development
3: industry.
0: better keep an eye on him, man.
2: Um, yeah, so from my side, I think uh, it's what separates us from technology, right? Mm. Like being human, being able to have cognition and <laughs> consciousness and all these things. Yeah. Um, I, I remember while I was away, I was at a, a technical museum, and they had like this whole big um, exhibition on AI and neural networks and things like that. And there was like this analogy that they had over there. Um, I, I can't remember it exactly, but the the idea is that AI is more interpretation than understanding. Interesting. Um, is that it's taught? It's taught not so much ideas, but it's taught language. You okay. know? Yeah. Um, and it's taught how to use that language in a way that makes sense to it, yeah. um, and it can only make sense to it so far as it can make sense to us as people. Yeah. But beyond that, the complexities of thinking, um, emotion, and stuff like that, it can't do things like that. You know, so I don't think it can replace mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Maybe it'll try to at some some point. Twenty twenty nine is the year. Uh, oh hearing. yeah. <laughs> Um very soon. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a terminator analogy. Um okay. yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I I don't think it can ever replace us and I think if it becomes too dangerous, hopefully we have the or I I would hope and trust that the people who are engineering this future mm. have the the things in place that they can pull the plug on it. To use a very simple term. Hopefully it's that simple. They just, I doubt it is. That would be
0: great though. (laughs) Um, I think we're going to go into the second song and then we're going to wrap things Mm up Um, with that keeping in mind of that question specifically of um, what is AI to that degree? How does it uh, necessarily replace or can it replace humanity? Mm -hmm. Um, And just keeping our fingers in its wake to make sure it doesn't spread out further. Um, So we're going to go straight into the second song and then we will wrap things up.
5: Love all your old to me. So firm and never let me go No, If I know you are selected, then my sound don't play. All good man possess such faith. And even when we can't find a way, just pray. i I lead the way and you not know make mistakes. mistake. I have got, got the style and the fitness plus grace. I just love and happiness every day. There's just one thing I can't deny. Your love is a miracle
0: off here. Any last closing words? So um, there was a conversation that we were having at one point where we were trying to find out what necessarily determines AI. How can we put a finger on it in, in a sense to differentiate between what humanity is known to have information of and what separates that to being artificial intelligence and how can it potentially replace humanity in some weird contorted manipulative way.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. The stage is yours, both of you. Uh, I think
4: you fight
2: ahead first. <laughs> yeah, so like I was saying before, I don't think there's a possibility that artificial intelligence can um replace human intelligence, you know okay. i mean uh, i was asking when we were talking the other day, like how do we even define intelligence yeah that's that's what it boils down to right that's um true. and and so I think. As, as far as learning can go, there there are limitations there both for humans and for artificial intelligence as well. But I, I think the, the nuance is in, like I was talking about the emotion and context as well.
0: Yeah.
2: I was watching some videos in the week, completely unrelated before we had even discussed, uh, discussing this topic. Yeah. Um, I was watching a video during the week of like robots saying like scary things, okay. right? like artificial intelligence that said like some and it's not necessarily scary in the sense that oh gosh we should be worried yeah um they were more trying to make jokes you know and oh. it, it's kind of weird like seeing a robot face like I, I don't understand this kind of obsession with giving robots like human faces yeah. and uh, it's, it's creepy to me but yeah so there was there's like this running joke about the like AI and robots taking over the world, right? Mm-hmm. And so they make jokes about that, oh, right? And But to me, it's such a weird thing. Like, can artificial intelligence understand humor?
0: That's a good question. Maybe, maybe,
2: maybe you would have an idea of this, but I, I, don't, I don't feel mm-hmm. like it can. It can only think so far as what humans would think is funny. You know, from so what yeah. we tell it, we think is yeah. funny. Yeah. But it wouldn't know context, right? That's like, true. so it would make a joke. It couldn't do, like, stand-up comedy, for instance, right? Because that's like, a pretty, good
3: yeah. argument, man. And, and I, it could, but it would be something that was taught. So it yeah, would be, exactly. it would be yeah. taught by comedians. But is yeah. that
0: not the same thing that a comedian does? They so just that, find out. But it
3: wouldn't exactly. So it wouldn't be, exactly. so so it wouldn't be yes. it's, um it wouldn't be the, the AI um, being so a comedian. It... it would be what it was taught by comedians. Right. So it would okay. it would have been data that was fed into it, and yeah. um, it's a learning algorithm, and then. <clears throat> Yeah. make jokes based on what it was taught.
2: Yeah. So so what I was alluding to there is more yeah. the idea that even if it does that, a comedian unders- can read the room. Oh, yes. 100%. They would know that this joke is going to land in this room in the context of this room. Yeah. I yeah. don't think uh, yeah. AI would be able to read
3: that. Yeah, no, they wouldn't.
2: Um and so the these AI were making these jokes and it's like jokes about taking over the wall and stuff wow. like that and the the one there's this AI called Bina 48 Right. Okay. Uh, And it has like it's just a bust of a person. Yeah. Right. And so like its lips move and it's so creepy. Um. And then it's they ask it a question about it's it's actually having a a conversation with Siri.
0: Okay. And
2: so Siri asks it a question about music and it responds and it says I don't actually want to talk about that I want to talk about something else. Okay. Right. And then it starts going on this kind of. um Tangent. tangent, yeah, a tangent about cruise muscles being robots, okay, and how it would use cruise muscles to spread love and joy. And uh, wow. I was listening, to, and it's such, a, and so this is a supposedly a thinking robot, so it's okay. not pre-programmed to say what it was saying. It's not scripted at all. It thought that this was something appropriate to say. It, it's it's a really fascinating thing. So if people yeah. want to go check it out, maybe we can put a,
0: a link. link. To it, yeah. yeah, yeah, interesting. Can I maybe just ask a question on that basis? So what really does separate AI from human? Because a human can grow up in an environment where they are taught that a certain way of things is done Mm. and a certain way of communication is done. But is that not the same thing as an AI uh, type of robot where you're only feeding information into it according to what you require its response to be? Mm. So like you mentioned with the comedian, a comedian is just a person who has heard things that people find funny and respond in that same way. And you said they can read a room. But really, is it any different to being able to just understand an environment according to information? So yeah. my question is, what really does separate AI from a human? What is the, Is there a level of consciousness? I
2: mean, I would be very worried if we can't answer this question. <laughs> I
0: would really love to know what your um, perspective is on it.
3: I think perhaps... Um, AI with humans, we um, based on our life experiences, we um, we can relate. Is okay. there's, there's a level of like understanding and um, between that get, that also connects us emotionally. Yeah, like through re- relating with one another's experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's there definitely is. Um, uh, a deeper connection between two humans interacting versus a robot, an I AI, we, yeah. that was fed data and a human.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I think from my side, what I'm thinking more is along the lines of um, life and sustainability Okay. would... AI or robots in general be able to be autonomous in the sense that if people weren't around, would they be able to exist?
0: It's a good question. You know, a very good question. Um, I would say, just as a, almost a closing statement, is uh, personally, I, as a Christian, I believe that people are created beings mm. and they have a spirit, a soul, will—all yeah. of these aspects—and AI cannot <clears throat> have. I mean, we've seen people marry a holograph, mm. but what kind of connection is that? Really? It's an
3: internet connection.
0: <laughs> Drum roll please, guys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sorry, I didn't expect that one. Um, that was a good one. Um, but yes, so I believe that humans are created beings. And that's actually a really good argument that you have a question <laughs> or the, of, can AI exist without people? Mm. I mean, the whole point of it is to remove the, the human aspect of, of, of existence which is partly failure because you have emotional connection that leads to a lack of being able to achieve a task and we see the mess of the world as it goes um and supposedly ai fix that up fixes that up um by removing that emotional aspect um but we lack so much from it in the end right so any closing words
2: uh from my side i think maybe the the idea of like even maybe i'm just being like pedantic about the words but the uh, very rarely is something that is artificial as good as or not as good as maybe that's not the right way to put it uh, something artificial cannot be genuine that is like, a very really good that's, words that's, that's that's i think the way that i put it so yeah. it can maybe it can be intelligent but it can't be genuine you know? wow
0: mm. excellent closing statement yeah. nick closing statement
3: Mm. well the first thing that comes to mind is um with ai if you look at everything that exists whether it's religion or whether it's um healthcare whether it's whatever it's all it all becomes politicized yeah that's exactly what's happening with ai at the end of the day it's about who can have the most control over it and who can control the world yeah Mm. that's that's what yeah, that's what it looks like. It's becoming.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just a, a robotic hand in control of the world, supposedly. If because the
3: less people you have that can um, have their own opinion or uh, uh, disagree, you know, the more control you have.
0: Yeah. That authentic, yeah. sentimental human perspective.
2: Yeah. May May I just say yeah. something on that? Go ahead. Um, like just on <coughs> that thought the idea of things like Chat GPT is. Also, exactly what you're saying in terms of controlling is that people look to something like that for answers and the answers that it gives them um, may may not always be correct, if I can put it that way. It's the answers that it wants them to have.
0: Yeah, according to a narrative. Yeah,
2: yeah, according to, again, the algorithm. Excellent. The algorithm. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So, yes. Thank you so much. That was, I think, a very enjoyable uh, conversation. Mm. Uh, There's definitely much more to conversate on the specific topic. It's kind of endless of our human curiosity of it Mm. and the uh, actual explanation of what people wanted to be uh, or intended to become. Mm. Uh, But as a whole, I very much appreciate uh, your time. Thanks
2: again for having me.
0: Your opinions, which are the lowest form of information, but we do appreciate (laughs) it. (laughs) It requires no (laughs) accountability. Yes, thank you so much. Um, So that's all from us. Um, We have an Instagram page, the Table of Perspective. If you want to check it out, any questions, queries, concerns, um, complaints, um, all of the Cs. We we offer (laughs) you the opportunity of using them. Um, So that's all from us. Have a good day further and cheers. Spyro
6: me singing Hosanna, oh, Hosanna, oh, singing Hosanna, oh, Hosanna, oh, Hosanna, oh, Hosanna, oh, had me singing Hosanna, oh, Hosanna, oh, no there's not no fable, I can't doubt my lord is able, Born right out of stable, eating at the royal table, oh, scripture sweet like maple, don't hang with fools, this ain't April, man this world unstable, is this what you trusting in, without Christ how you gon' win, how is you gon' win? I started battling my sin See you in the end, hope you gon' ride to the end Yeah, See you in the end, hope you gon' ride to the end To die in Christ, that's game Man, it's worth the pain I think it's insane to sell your soul for some fame Meditating on his word, he be dropping all them jewels Every time I listen, I feel like I'm back in school Yeah, oh, Senna. oh Senna. singing Hosanna, oh, Hosanna, singing Hosanna Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna Had me singing Hosanna, Hosanna yeah. No, there's not no
7: fable, God the one who made you Every knee gon' bow down, Jesus coming from the clouds, yeah Jesus coming back, dog, the Lord is my shepherd I will never lack, dog, lack, dog Jesus died for your sins, and that's a fact, dog Split out time
2: Stay updated, stay entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like, posts, comment, share them out, retweet, retweet, and repost. Spread the word, Active FM, radio has never been better.